Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Attention. 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 Rosetta Stone invites you to be a part of its biggest language learning event in history. Because in 2011, we want to help 3 million people learn a new language. That's why we're going to give you an absolutely free demo of our language immersion technology. Call 1-800-522-1164. Developed to fully immerse you in your new language, the Rosetta Stone solution is easier than ever before. For your free demo, call 1-800-522-1164. 1-800-522-1164. We've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. The rock it like you're never going to see us again. Come on over. Come on over. Good evening, everyone. It is 10 p.m. and Pure Gold is live on the air for this Thursday night, November 3rd, 2011. Welcome to the show that covers everything and anything. My name is Joe Buccino, along with my tag team partner and co-host, Big Daddy, David Gomez. Sir, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fabulous, sir. You, you forgot to mention, you forgot the last two episodes. you got to say the show about anything and everything. That tells it like it is. I don't know what's going on, Joe, but you, my friend, are failing. Well, at least you tell it like it is, and I tell it like it is, and I thought the fans would know that we both tell it like it is. Well, you know, just in case, we got to make sure we remind our faithful fans, our faithful listening audience. <laughs> While we're reminding them of our catchphrase, let's remind them of our contact information, sir. Of course, folks, if you'd like to be a part of the show, if you'd like to talk to our guests tonight, or if you'd like to just call us and tell us how wonderful we are, you can do that at the following number, 714-364-4721. You can check out our website, puregoldpg.com, where you can check out our Twitter, our Facebook, our non-existent YouTube account, and all the other wonderful things that we do here on PG. <laughs> so I was going through our Twitter, and um, one of our loyal listeners, Sweet Caroline, as I call her, or maybe she calls herself that, was saying how she always learns something new on our show, especially when we have wrestlers on. So it's always refreshing to teach the audience something new every time. Oh, of course. That's exactly what we aim to do, sir. We're here to put in an entertaining show and also be educational at the same time. Yes, we do. And um, speaking of educational or lack of education, how about that NBA lockout that continues? I know you had some thoughts on it, so before we have our guest on, let's uh, let's get your thoughts and I'll give you my thoughts and then we'll bring our guest on. Wait, the NBA? What's that? Yeah, the Is NBA. that the No Basketball Association? <laughs> the what? The no basketball association because that's exactly what we're getting, sir. You know, I mean, basketball is like my third favorite sport. It, it, it's definitely down the list, 
But what bothers me is this whole nonsense with the players and the owners and lockouts. Why does anybody think that a lockout is a good idea? Yeah, maybe something would change, like if you're an electrician or, or you got the big old plumber crack. But if you're a basketball player, if you're a professional athlete making either like half a million dollars at the minimum and upwards of $10, 15000000 million, you know, you're telling me that people are going to be sympathetic towards your cause. You're telling me that people are going to say, yeah, you guys need more money. You guys should get paid more money. When the average person makes forty, fifty thousand 50000 a year or is unemployed or, you know, is, is protesting uh, the Wall Street situation, you're telling me that this is what you decide to do. You decide to, after a good NBA Finals, after an excellent NBA Finals, with the, the, the dream team being deflated by Dirk Nowitzki, you're telling me that this is the way to go, a lockout. It makes me sick. It makes us all sick. My cousin down in Florida is, and her husband are going stir-crazy because they're huge uh, Magic fans, and they're not getting their basketball. I think they've checked into rehab. You know, I mean, you're, you're losing fans left and right. When baseball went on strike in 94, it lost a ton of fans. Sir, why and how does this happen this modern day and age? Football missed, what, a week or two of the, of the uh, preseason? And then with with the NBA, they've already canceled. Wasn't the season supposed to start yesterday? I mean, they've already lost regular season games, have they not? Yeah, they did. I mean, the Miami Heat were supposed to take on the New York Knicks in the newly renovated Madison Square Garden last night. And you're right, that did not no. happen. And uh, <laughs> the bottom line is that people uh, in America just, you know, they like basketball. They don't love it. They love football. So when they miss football, then, you know, people start, you know, going into an uproar, but the fact that we're missing some basketball games, I mean, I told you in our production meeting, basketball games during the regular season, sir, are just so boring to watch. All you really need to do is tune into the fourth quarter. Yeah, you'll get an occasional blowout by halftime or by the third quarter, but more or less you have, you know, games going into the fourth quarter, and then you have just a bunch of whistles at the end of the game that really slows down the game. So I don't think that many people miss it, honestly. Maybe the, the, the higher echelon teams like the Lakers, the Celtics, the Heat, and the Knicks, and maybe maybe the Dallas Mavericks since they're the defending champions, really miss basketball because, you know, their teams are actually good. But, you know, if you look at the league in, as a whole, nobody's really missing basketball right now. It's football season. I mean, who cares? I mean, if you're a hockey fan, you, you, you got hockey and football. So the NBA, you're right. There's no reason. I mean, we're not feeling sympathetic towards these people. They're just doing it for their own reasons. They they want more money, and, you know, it's not our money if you're not going to the game. So let the owners, let the players fight it out. And if if we miss a whole season, so be it. Yeah, um, I totally understand that, sir. I totally agree with you, and I think you make a good point. And truthfully, all right, I understand what you're saying, that Maybe people don't miss it because of basketball, I mean because of football, but you gotta miss you gotta miss the NBA somewhat if you're a fan. I know you're a Celtics fan and maybe you're not thinking your team's gonna win at all, but if the Cardinals have proved anything, it's the fact that you don't have to be picked the number one team to be able to win it all, to be able to go all the way. And you don't even have to be, you know, the favorite to win your division to end up winning winning the winning the championship. So, you know, it kind of is what it is, sir, but uh, you know, we're gonna have to shift gears from that for a second because we have uh this evening we're joined by our guest uh, we're pleased to have with us this this wonderful, lovely evening. Not sure how it is where she might be at, but um, here in in New Jersey, it's definitely cold and chilly, and nothing better than to heat things up a bit. We're gonna have the one and only Miss Oklahoma 2010, and the first runner-up for Miss USA 2010, uh, the lovely Morgan Woolard is joining us. Morgan, how are you doing this evening? Hello, I'm doing great. How are you? 
I am fabulous. It's a pleasure to talk to you, Morgan. I know we've been we've been going back and forth through email and whatnot for what seems like months, and uh, it's great to finally have you on, on the program. And uh, you know, uh, this is David. You're talking to, uh, by the way, out of the, the Pure Gold team. So, Morgan, can you uh, can you do us a favor? Can you tell our listening audience what exactly got you into modeling? Was it something that you always knew that you'd be doing, or was it something you were drawn to, or how did it happen? I never would have had have imagined myself in the position I am today. I actually was a huge jock, the biggest tomboy you would have ever met, like the one who, like, played on the playground and picked on boys and kicks dirt and, like, (laughs) (laughs) that was me. And um, I've also always been a risk taker, and I love challenging myself, and I love trying new things, and that was what a pageant was for me. I was you know, a junior Olympic volleyball player and all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden I went from my knee pads and my sneakers to buckle and stilettos, and it was a whole new world, but a world that I happened to be really good at. And, um, yeah, when I was 16, I entered my first pageant, Miss Oklahoma Teen USA, and I won on my first right. attempt, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned that I was actually going to – that was part of my second question. Uh, yeah. Being that you were Miss Oklahoma Teen USA in 06, and, of course, like I mentioned, you were Miss Oklahoma 2010, um, you know, give us an idea or give the fans an idea. What was it like to, to win those two contests? I mean, you know, that's obviously something prestigious because you're from Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken, right? Correct, yes, born and raised. You know, it's still, it blows my mind. I feel so blessed and so thankful to have been in the position that I've been in because it's very rare to have won both Miss Oklahoma Teen USA and Miss Oklahoma USA, but not only that, but to have won both on my first attempt. And so I'm just so grateful because, for me, I love being in a position to do good things and to be a positive influence and um, I'm all about philanthropy and just making a difference I love to speak and pour into young people and it's been so wonderful for me to be on a platform to do those things now Morgan you mentioned you know the different things that you had to do what specific duties did you have to perform as Miss Oklahoma and Miss Oklahoma Teen USA well the USA system is a little different because we don't have platforms, but you can take upon yourself to do things as you please. Um, Every state's going to vary in appearances and how much they do. Um, For me, my platform that I chose for myself was Action for Healthy Kids because I've always been incredibly active and involved in sports, and that was something that I wanted to encourage young kids to do as well. So I'd go and speak at schools and form obstacle courses and talk about health and nutrition and exercise and that kind of thing. So that was pretty much the basis of the year, but the main goal for me was to win Miss USA, and so um, the majority of my year was spent training. Okay. And um, did you have to, like, you know, go to different uh, charity events or, like, give give us uh, some of the things that you actually did as Miss Oklahoma? Well, my state is a little different than other states because our director owns five five states, Nebraska, okay. Oklahoma, um, Kansas, Missouri, and Arkansas. And so they have their hands full with ten girls plus the Mrs. State's and so they don't really handle anything for us. We sort of have to take it on behalf of ourselves to find our appearances. But for me, um, the most incredible appearance was hosting the Special Olympics banquet. <laughs> it was right. absolutely amazing. These kids have the most incredible spirits. And it really just 
puts a smile on your face because they're so content and so happy, and, and it's really quite beautiful. And um, they were such an inspiration to me and, and my team. Um, I also was a huge fan of the Cotton Bowl appearance because my state, um, Oklahoma State University, where I was going, happened to be playing in it, and that was incredible. I got to go to Jerry's World in Dallas and go to the football game, and being the huge sports fan that I am, that was definitely one of my favorite appearances. Speaking of which, right before I got on the phone, what is this about you being a Celtics fan? I'm a Celtics fan. Can you believe that? I love Boston. Wow. Huge fan. What are the odds? Ray Allen, man, he is my boy. Like, oh, my gosh, perimeter all day. He's so legit. It's ridiculous. I like wait, DJ, wait, wait, and I I take it, I'm not taking it to the game next time. I'm taking, I'm, taking, I'm taking Morgan to the next game. <laughs> Dude, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I am so down. You're from Oklahoma, Morgan. How are you a Celtics fan? Joe is a Celtics <laughs> fan for, I, I, I don't even know why, but how are you a Celtics fan? Okay, let me explain. First off, let I have some do. East Coast blood in me, okay? My mom's a New Yorker. She's a little firecracker. Oh, and okay, And she okay. went to school in Boston. But I also um, visited Boston several years ago and fell in love with it. With um, I went whale watching, I went to the Boston Pops, went to a Red Sox game, and so I naturally became a Celtics fan as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just always loved their team and um, what they stand for, and they've got a lot of amazing guys with, from what I understand, great character and, and real great hustle. And, and now, of course, since we have Thunder, I'm a diehard Thunder fan because – Anytime Oklahoma plays, I gotta represent. But I do like the Celtics. Of course. As well. Now, would that also mean that you're? Uh, you mentioned the Red Sox, but are you also a Red Sox fan? I am a Red Sox fan. I'm I'm oh, more geez. of a Rangers than St. Louis fan because I went to school in St. Louis, and the Rangers are the closest to Oklahoma City. But Red Sox are up there but. too. Top three. <laughs> well, you have a, you have a lot of different allegiances. That's pretty interesting. I wasn't I wasn't sure if you were a sports girl. I mean, I saw that you tweeted Dude. about uh, the World <laughs> Series and everything. So, and you were at the World Series. Am I am I correct? Oh my gosh! Yes. How lucky was I? It was incredible. Wow. That's I, uh, awesome. I got I was really fortunate to be able to bring my dad and my sister, and I surprised them. And my dad grew up being the biggest baseball fan in the world, and. Um, I was really blessed and fortunate to let him go into the locker room and meet all the guys. And my dad got to meet Lou Brock, and he got to meet oh, wow. um, Ozzy and Stan the Man and Gibson. And so he was just, like, brought back to 11-year-old kid again. He was just beaming. It was really special for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's definitely exciting. So, Morgan, is it safe to say that, you know, you, you go to all these sporting events and you root for all these teams? Are you very competitive? Oh, my gosh. Am I? <laughs> I'm telling you, my dad had three girls, right? So we were basically boys as kids. I mean, as soon as I could walk, I was playing sports, and it's been a huge part of my life. So I'm a competitor to my core. <laughs> so how did – I mean, don't kill me for this. So my producer wrote this question. I don't think I wrote this on myself. But how, 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 did right. feel to, uh, how did it feel to be the runner-up to Rima Faki in the Miss <laughs> USA 2010 competition? You know what? <laughs> I won't lie to you. In in that moment, in throughout that the following weeks, it was really tough. It was a tough pill to swallow. Losing by half a point is not easy, you know. I mean, sports that's like losing by a field goal in you know the final seconds. Like it's tough, and and you pour so much of yourself into this. It's like your heart gets invested, and everything you do is for that moment. And yeah, it was really really difficult. 
Um, and I had to wrestle with God a lot, but I'm a woman of faith, and I truly believe that God knows what's best for me, and he wants what's best for me, and whatever his plan for my life was, that wasn't it, but I'm believing for good things, and I'm believing for better things, and it's all water under the bridge. <laughs> I'm better you know, at I, my wounds, <laughs> and I'm moving forward. <laughs> Honestly, after talking to you and finding out that you're a Celtic fan, I think that this competition in 2010 should have ended like in a tie or something, because you're both <laughs> great great people. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, What's interesting, uh, what's interesting, Morgan, is that you talk about the competition. And I, I love your answer because typically when you ask somebody, whether it's in sports, especially in sports, you get a lot of bland answers. You get a lot of, well, you know, the best woman won, the best man won, or, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, you, you don't really hear athletes. You don't really hear, and Joe and I have talked about this at length on our show, that we love to hear people who are honest, who are real right. about their feelings. And the fact that you were, like, upset and, you know, probably crying a little bit and, you know, it, it wasn't easy for you, that shows that you really are competitive, which we like. We had a guest on a couple of months ago who was a, who should be in the Hall of Fame in the NFL, uh, Leonard Marshall, and we were asking him questions, and he was also very candid and very open, and he told us, no, I should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, look at my numbers. And you don't hear that kind of stuff from most people because they try to be totally. PC, so... It's definitely a, it's definitely a, a breath of fresh air. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> now, one thing I'd like to know also, uh, you know, to piggyback off Joe's question, um, the moment that you heard, you know, you, how did it feel to be that first runner-up? You know, when when you talked about the you were upset, but in the precise moment that they announced your name as the, you know, the first runner-up, meaning that, that you know, Rima won, when that first moment hit, what was going through your mind? You know, it's it's really interesting because you train for such a long period of time, and it's literally over in seconds. It's almost wow. like a blur. You know, it's 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 very strange. Um, but for me, I think I was good in that second and in those moments because I'm like, wow, like, first of all, to even make it to Miss USA is a huge accomplishment, but to make top 15 is an even bigger accomplishment, but to almost win, man, like, this is amazing, like, I'm so grateful to be in this position, so I think I was kind of just sort of numb in that moment, like, that night, I didn't even cry, nothing, just want to see my family, but for me, as time went on, that's when it really got difficult because it really sinks in when you look back and you think about it and you visualize those moments and you say, holy cow, I was almost Miss USA, you know. And I think uh, just the weeks following, because, of course, there was so much drama with the legal immigration question, and so it didn't really seem to go away because I constantly was having interviews and was constantly being reminded and, and that sort of thing. So, um, for me, right, in right. that moment, I would say I was I was a little numb, um, but uh, the following weeks is when it really got difficult. Right, and now I have one more I have one more question about uh, the reminder of it. Now, you know, I, I did some research on you before we got you on the air, and I was trying to you know get a little better idea of who you were. Now, I read some reports here about uh, an interview, well, not an interview, but an answer that you gave. Uh, what what was a quote-unquote controversial answer about the whole uh, Arizona immigration and whatnot. Now, I don't want to get into that aspect of it, but <laughs> oh according to what I read, there were people who were very close to the pageant who believed that that actually cost you the title. Now, um, give us your take on that. Do you think that, that it had a part? Because according to what I, I was reading, you were you were leading in the voting and you were leading in the numbers and you know whatnot uh, that goes into the actual final tally over Rima. 
but they think that that answer may have tanked. They may have tanked it because typically, and I've seen this a lot in pageants and I hear about it, when you give a quote-unquote Christian or quote-unquote conservative or whatever answer, it's usually not viewed favorably by a, a lot of the, uh, I guess, more liberal judges out there. Yes. Um, well, you know, I've been asked this question a million times. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not the kind of person who's going to victimize myself. I'm not going to cry right. foul and have a little pity party, you know, and say, that's why I lost and yada, yada, because, you know, what's that ever going to do? And um, right. I'm not I'm not going to play sour grapes, but um, I will pull a little Leonard Marshall here. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out Leonard, you and me Of course, um, of course <laughs> I will pull a little Leonard here and say You're right about the scores um, it, it is kind of strange Just because I I believe I was a 9.0 In swimsuit Or 9.1 in swimsuit And Remo was 8.3 And um, my evening gown was 9.2 And I think Evening gown was 8.5 Um but um, anyway, you're right. You know, people would say, well, what was it? But truthfully, I think God only knows, um, and it's all in his plan. But Rima has such a fun, fantastic personality, and it really shines in interview. And um, right. after every segment, scores are swiped, and everyone's on level ground. And once you get to the top five, they simply rank. And she shines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's four blondes. Of course, the brunette's going <laughs> to brunette stand out, out scientifically, yeah. yeah. And she had such a fun personality. You know, she got to talk about having to sell her car to compete, and she made people laugh, and it was great. Um, you know, yeah. and then I don't think my personality shined as much, and I think that's that's what did it. And so, you know, you just never know. That's the name of the game, pageants are a crapshoot. Right. All you can do is be the best you can be, and, um, and the rest is, is in the hands of fate. So, right, yeah. right. I think, I think uh, if if they had played this interview, if we had done this years ago, if they had heard you through it on pure gold, they would have been like, you know what, this girl has personality. This girl <laughs> is gonna win. Let's just give it to her now, hands down. And we had Rima on our show. You know, she was on our show a couple months back, and she she was right. great. But yeah, um, fun. you know, uh, with, with you, it's like, all right, that's it. Just just give the girl the prize, please. Let's go. Oh, Let, let's move very on. Sweet, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Actually, you, you talk about you talk about liberal judges, Morgan. I think I just found out why you lost. I think the judges were actually Laker fans. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's it, Joe. The, the ploy continues. The plot and thickens. Yeah, oh, of course. I, I got to ask you a serious question now, uh, Morgan. I mean, okay. you were because this country is basically taking the whole world economy down with it. I mean, you were just recently in Greece. Can you tell us how that experience was like? Wow. Man, where do I begin? <laughs> it's a whole other world out there. Um, For starters, if you can picture this, I was living in the most dangerous part of Athens, literally in the ghetto of Athens, okay? Like wall-to-wall graffiti. I never expected this because you have this image of what Greece is going to be like before you get yeah. there. Nothing like I thought it would be. It's It was very dirty. Um, very unsanitary at times because everyone goes on strike just out of nowhere. They just be like, well, we don't want to work today. So trash men would go on strike, and there would literally be just piles and piles of 
stinky trash, like, with every 50 feet. Um, you know, again, all the graffiti, and I was in kind of a bad area, so there was a lot of drugs and that kind of thing surrounding me. I remember at one point I couldn't get back to my hotel because some anarchists um, were vandalizing around the area and had lit trash cans on fire and threw them into the streets. And so trying to my hotel, everything was on fire. It was really mind-blowing, but... To be honest, for me, it was kind of exciting. I'm I'm a little bit fearless. Sometimes it freaks me out. Um, but <laughs> I love adventure, and it was such a unique experience, and it's really cool to look back and say I lived through history because this is a very historic thing going on. And to say I was there in the, you know, rise of the economic crisis is kind of cool. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that's definitely interesting. I know you were tweeting about the whole riots and whatnot, and um, I mean it's crazy what's going on in the world. And I, I read today something about Greece, you know, possibly what's going to happen to them if they if they really completely default. And my pastor talks about that a lot, but th- that's kind of like another topic for another day because we could spend hours on that. I, I have a question uh, about um, your faith. Now you mentioned, and I, you know, I've read and stuff. So I know from talking to you offline and also your Twitter account that you're, you're a Christian. And you mentioned it earlier. Now, one thing that, that 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 strikes me is, and and you know, this is where you come in. Have you ever gotten any type of uh, flack or negative feedback or anything from people? Being the fact that you're a model, and you know, you mentioned the swimsuit modeling and stuff like that, and you're also a, a you know Christian and church going and whatnot. Do, have you gotten anything from family, friends, or, or the like about those two things possibly conflicting? Or you know, give us your take on that because I'm I'm very curious about it. Absolutely. Have I ever? <laughs> yes, I I do. I I get a lot of um people who question what I do and for me, I think it's a conviction thing for anybody, you know, right. whether that's um drinking or whatever it is, I think everyone has to answer to God in the the spirit and if someone's telling right, right. me if God's telling me not to do something I'm going to not do it but for me I really believe that he gave me this love for the entertainment industry for a reason and I feel like I used to fight it because people would tell me this isn't good and you shouldn't be doing this as a Christian and yada 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 but it kept coming back with within my soul, and I felt, you know what, maybe God created me like this for a reason. And he also created me with a huge passion to make a difference in this world and a huge passion to pour into young women and a huge desire to give extravagantly. And so for me, I really believe he's going to combine all of those things, and Lord willing, I can do some really amazing things and help a lot of people because that's the core of my heart, and that's really what I want to do. And um um, I'm excited to be in this industry, and I don't know which exactly I'm going to pursue wholeheartedly, but at this point I'm sort of dabbling in everything, and, and I really love it. That, that's right. so well, that, 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 that's beautiful. That's, that's really yeah. beautiful because, you know, again, as a Christian myself and minister and whatnot, you know, you, you deal with a lot of things and a lot of people. And, you know, it's like my wife and I always say in just other conversations, people are going to hate on you regardless of what you do. Absolutely. They may question it. They may think, well, you're this, you're that. Well, you, how, how could you be – one thing I hear a lot is how could you be a Christian uh, – how could you be a singer, a secular singer, and be a Christian? Like, how is that possible? Or, you know, I mean, most jobs are secular, so I, that, that, that's kind of not fair. But uh, I definitely appreciate how candid you were about that. And, you know, obviously the fact that you're able to influence young women is great because how many women don't look up to, you know, you and look up to people like Rima and, 
and uh, people who you know who can influence society, especially women. And yeah, they may be Absolutely. beautiful, but there's more to it than that, you know. So so that, that's Absolutely. definitely a great thing, and I applaud you and, on that. And um, on that same note, you know, I think I think as Christians, I I find it so sad that so many people they stay in these little bubbles, you know. And I believe right. that we're called to be a light in dark places, and the best place to shine a light is into the darkness. And so for me, I get to meet people from all over the world. All the time. Like, that's what I love about my job is I'm constantly meeting new people, getting to experience new things, going new places. And, and you know, bloom where you're planted. Like, God God needs us everywhere. And so that's that's right. my heart and that's Definitely. my theory. And um, back on what you said about never being able to please anybody, Bill Cosby quote that I love, he said, I don't know the, the key to success, but I know the key to, to failure and the key to being miserable. And that's trying to please everybody. And I realized... I was that people pleaser, and I've come to the realization in life that I know who I am, my friends and family know who I am, and that's all that matters. And you can't please everybody, <laughs> so you have to get past that. And um, I'm coming into maturity to where I don't care anymore what people think. <laughs> that's a good <laughs> well, place <right>. to be. <laughs> Now, Morgan, you mentioned a lot of good things and a lot of things that you love that you, you know, a lot of stuff that you've received through, you know, modeling. Is there anything that, that just one thing that you could think of that's like your least favorite part of being famous through modeling? Definitely. Um, you know, with modeling and pageantry, there comes a lot of haters. <laughs> and <laughs> people can be really hateful and really malicious. And it's mind blowing to me how people will go out of their way to send hate mail or to post something really vicious or spread false rumors or just literally try to bring you down or um, try to ruin your reputation or or attack your character and or obviously physically too. People will just say very mean things. And I think being in the limelight, of course, is going to have its ups and downs. And one of the big downs is people constantly criticizing and, you know, sort of putting you under this microscope. And nobody's perfect, <laughs> but they try to yeah, find every little imperfection <laughs> and highlight it as much as possible. So I think that would definitely be my least favorite part. But the benefits outweigh the negatives because, again, the reason I'm doing this is to have a platform to speak on. You know, I always had a voice, and this pageant is what has given me a microphone and what has given me the ability to speak at schools and to speak to kids and youth groups and conferences, and that seriously makes my heart come alive to get to do that. Wow, that that's really beautiful, and I'm I'm so I'm so happy for you. You know, and I know that you're about what 22 now, right? You're, so yes. you're young. I was I was looking at the Wikipedia earlier, so I know I know you're young, and it's great to have somebody who you know so mature at, at your age because the, you're you're at the age where typically people are out partying and drinking and going crazy and living it up <laughs> and ruining their lives, and then when they get to be 30 and 40, they're looking back and saying, "Man, I wish I hadn't done that." So it's yeah. great that you're using your your influence that you have, and uh, you know I I talk to youth groups all the time, my, my youth group and other ones. So awesome. it, it's good to have again a positive uh, positive role model, and uh, you know speaking of that, obviously I'm sure you have a lot of fans and people who who want to keep in touch with you. It's a shame that uh, the people are so miserable that they hate on others who are being successful. But for those fans who actually appreciate you and, and just you know love you and stuff, where would they be able to follow you? How can they keep in touch with you and what's going on in your career? 
Well, I'm on Twitter, and it's at Morgan Willard, my name, really easy. And also you can look up Morgan Willard on Facebook, and you can join my fan page, and I am constantly updating on everything I'm doing and all of my new travels, and I also put up lots of encouraging words and quotes, and I'm a big words person. I love quotes. They really inspire me. So um, something that uplifts me, I try to share the uplift to others as well. So feel free to join me, and I am looking forward to meeting you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure that the fans out there are looking forward as well. Morgan, we can't thank you enough for being on this show. We really appreciate you taking some time out. Uh, you know, thankful that we got our little time zone uh, situation Right, right, yeah. Out. After setting foot in five time zones in the past two weeks, I was like, wait, what is it again? <laughs> I was like, what country am I in? Yeah, what country am I in? <laughs> Morgan, again, we appreciate it. We thank you very much, and, you know, hopefully you enjoyed yourself here on uh, Pure Gold, and we'll be able to have you on again in the future. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Have a great night. All right. Take care, Morgan. You too. Hey, you too. You too. Bye. Folks, bye. That was the one and only Morgan Woolard, Miss Oklahoma 2010, Miss Teen, Miss Oklahoma Teen USA uh, 2006, the first runner-up to the 2010 Miss USA, Rima Faki, and, man, that is a whole lot of stuff to go over. Woo! Joe, that was a blast. Morgan was a great guest. Uh, I have to say she rivals Rima. Uh, you know, when Rima was on the air, we had, uh, I don't know if it was a truck or if something was going on behind, so it made it a little bit harder to hear, but it's kind of cool how they both had the sports connection, you know. She was able to meet, um, you know, the Cardinals and everything with her father and meet famous people, and then, of course, uh, Rima's dating the uh, pitcher for the Blue Jays, Ricky Romero, so it's interesting. It's not just about modeling. We somehow find a way to work the PG goodness of sports into all of our interviews, no matter what we're talking about. Yeah, Morgan definitely had me when she told me she was a Celtic fan. I didn't have to hear anything else. <laughs> Absolutely, sir. Now, Joe, do you have any uh, – this is an abbreviated episode of PG. Uh, we'll be back with you folks again on Monday where we're going to have the one and only comedian, Michael Jr., hilarious man. You can check him out at michaeljr.com. But, uh, JB, you have any closing thoughts for us as we, uh, as we end up this show? Yeah, just real briefly, it's just week nine in the NFL, and the Jets have an important game within their division against the Bills at 1 o'clock in Buffalo. It's going to be a tough game. Jets are coming off the bye week, and Buffalo just beat Washington. So I expect it to be an extra close game, and I do expect the Jets to actually equal it out 23-20. to Hopefully that sets them in a, a first-place tie after your Giants beat the Patriots. Sir, break down that game real quick, and uh, have a good weekend. Well, all I can say, Joe, is that I hope the Giants win. Do I think they're going to win? 51% of me says yes, 49% says no, so I'm going to go with the over on that. Um, Ahmad Bradshaw broke his foot. He won't be playing. Don't know how long he's going to be out. That may torpedo the Giants' uh, hopes for this season because at, now at 5-2, and two, they're looking pretty good, but they're going into the tough part of the schedule, probably the toughest schedule right now in the uh, in the NFL. Um, honestly, Joe, it's going to be rough. It's going to be tough if the Giants win. It'll be close, just like the Super Bowl, but you know, what are the odds? The defenses look good. They looked great last week when they stopped, uh, especially towards the end when they stopped Miami. That was a close game. I called the Giants win, but I thought it would be either a blowout or a close uh, Dolphins victory. But, of course, the Giants held out. Corey Webster continues to impress the defensive line. You had Osio Minura sacking the crap out of the quarterback for the uh, for the Dolphins, so that was great. Sir, I'm going to pick the Giants. In a shootout, I would say... Joe, 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 what, 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 what should I say? I would say the Giants 34, the Patriots 31, sir. That that would be my pick. 
Well, let's hope you're right, and let's hope I'm right. And that's all the time we have, sir, so let's give out the info for next week, and we'll see you then. Folks, as always, if you'd like to be a part of our show, not now since, you know, we're signing off, but the number to call in on Monday or on Tuesday or Thursday, whenever we, we, you know, we have our wonderful show, 714-364-4721. You can check out our uh, website, puregoldpg.com, where you can follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Of course, Joe and I have separate Twitter accounts. Mine's better than his, but you can follow us both. You can get our candid thoughts on everything from, you know, Superman and Smallville to modeling and to wrestling and all that other business. Um, oh, by the way, folks, Monday Night Raw sucked. That's all I have to say about wrestling. Let's go. <laughs> Moving on from that, um, folks, we, again, we just thank you. As always, we, we once again thank Morgan for a wonderful interview. That's got to be one of my favorite interviews. Shad's interview was amazing, and uh, I, I was actually able to connect with him again today, and he was telling – he actually thanked us, Joe. I'm not sure if you know that, but he thanked us for for uh, coming on the show. You know, he really enjoyed himself, and uh, – you know, I told them again anytime in the future, and of course, uh, you know, I thank Morgan for coming on because Twitter has been a great tool for us. It's allowed us to connect with so many different celebrities, and really, it's how we've gotten almost all of our guests. So we continue to do it up PG style. Remember to tune in Monday. It'll be at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time because Michael Jr. is out on the West Coast, the Left Coast, somewhere, rooting for the Lakers and the you know start of the NBA season. Hopefully, at some point this uh, millennia. For JB, this is DG of. Gold, reminding you to always keep it PG on this abbreviated night. Good night, everyone. Woo! Woo! I like turtles. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.